Welcome to the next chapter. I'm Gloria Coppola, your host, a best-selling author, a story development coach, and an inspirational speaker. And you are listening to the Authors Series. Today, my guest is Stacey Diffendaffer, and she's the author of Unconditional Love, Healing Hearts and Minds in a Time of Conflict and Division. Stacey's got a beautiful heart, and God drove her <laughs> to really look at so many things in her life after having um, depression and overcoming trauma and anxiety and abuse and so many things that were threatful to her in her life, especially the beliefs about men. And this transformational story about forgiveness and to stop categorizing good or bad based on past hurts is so valuable, especially in these times with so much dissension going on and division going on. And I do believe that Stacy's message today is going to inspire people to become more compassionate in this culture of ours and help everybody to be able to understand, you know, if we listen, of course, what their hardships are about and how they can be a catalyst for greater purpose. So I'm excited to bring this wonderful woman on here today for you to be inspired. So Stacey, I'm so grateful to have you here today. And I love that you're speaking about a topic that is near and dear to me in our connection of our faith and how we listen to God. So I would love to know what inspired you to write your book. Gloria, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I was inspired to write my book because I've been through an incredible transformation and healing process with God. I've experienced a lot of adversity in my life, starting from a very young age. I endured a lot of uh, abuse, varied abuse, physical, emotional, sexual. I had $25,000 stolen from me from a friend in a business deal. I was roofied. I also had, I was, I lost my job because I refused to give the, my boss sexual favors. All of that pain caused me to create these really harmful mindsets. I became so fearful and angry and bitter. And I started to categorize people, men particularly, into, um, I, I categorized them as bad and a threat, which is neither accurate or right. But I did it as to protect myself. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, I was able to find this amazing program. It's a Christ-centered program. And it helped me to stop running from my fear and stop trying to uh, numb the pain and avoid it and to face it with God. Through mm -hmm. this, I was able to forgive all of the people who hurt me. I was able to release the fear and anger and to love people, every single person, exactly as they are, not as I want them to be. So, so, your, so your inspiration came from your experience. And I find mm -hmm. that's very common for a lot of us that write transformational stories. I love your title, Unconditioned Love, Healing Hearts and Minds in a Time of Conflict 
and division. And also having gone through some similar things like yourself, I know how important that mindset is because I too have had situations with the males in my life um, betraying me, uh, embezzling me, things like that, and, and losing that trust. So let's tell our audience a little bit how you were able to shift your mindset. Yes, absolutely. You know, a lot of it is searching out the source. And so my source was pain and it was not, not believing it was, it was feeling that anger toward myself for not being able to protect myself and, and uh, confusion about how I felt about God. But this was, um, this transformation was, was just a way of moving forward to, I, I took my pain and I was able to create real purpose from it. I, I looked around and I saw a world that was experiencing a lot of the same pain that I did. And one thing that happened actually that the moment that I knew I needed to write this book was when I was talking to a group of people and politics came up. Mm-hmm. They started <laughs> they started to uh, uh, talk about the opposing political party and categorizing them into a people that always does bad things. Mm-hmm. And I I interjected and said, you know, I I realized that it's easy to think this way, but there is another way to think. Mm -hmm. And when I did that, uh, somebody became very angry and started screaming at me. Mm -hmm. And, and that's when I knew that the world needs to hear this message that Mm -hmm. people are valuable and Mm -hmm. it's very important to, to understand where our mindsets uh, developed and and take it to God. Are these healthy and are these true? Mm-hmm. I agree, Stacy. You know, without getting political on here, okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I did notice that that was a great catalyst for healing because people were very emotionally charged based on their unhealed wounds. And even if you tried to have a conversation to get clarity on certain things that they didn't give the clarity. They were just angry or offensive or attacking. And and being a life coach as well, I also know in a background in psychology that those are the unhealed parts of ourselves. And I also began to do my own little profile on these personalities. And from what I can see most of the time, their faith wasn't strong or wasn't as strong as they thought. Mm, Yeah. Yes, I can definitely relate to that. That yeah. that was the case for me. I've I've always uh, had a relationship with God, but it wasn't where I needed to to be. And when mm-hmm. I started to really, really seek, that's when I found who God was and that God is love, and that is the basis for everything. So, did you find in your your writing process? Because a lot of our audience is new writers too. Um, did you find in your process it was very healing for you as well? Absolutely. It's funny because I wrote this 
knowing that I had been healed, but this process was a whole new level of healing. It was incredible. And I learned so much more through it. You know, I find that very uh, popular, especially working with authors that do transformational types of books, that they get even more emotionally engaged with their own story. And there's another level of healing. And I've seen it with every single author that I've worked with. And, And when you can get to that point that you use your story as another level of consciousness for even you, the story gets more profound than you even thought it would be, right? It really does. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us what is one thing that enabled you to heal? I would point to forgiveness. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) It's an important one. It really is. It is. And it's one thing that helped me to do that besides, I mean, absolutely it's all God, but, but really to find the innocence in their story. And that's not to say that they were innocent in their actions, but where did that come from? It came Mm -hmm. from somewhere. They were hurt and they developed false mindsets Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I think you're going to like what I'm going to tell you. When I was 12 years old, a very, very long time ago, um, I was brought up a very strict religious background, okay? And I even wanted to be a nun. And my father, he insisted that we all go to confession and everything and, you know, make sure that this holiday was celebrated a certain way. And so, we were, we had a second little cottage up in the mountains uh, outside of the city where I grew up. And he insisted that we all go to this little chapel to, to do, you know, uh, uh, confession before Easter and all of that. Well, at the time I was rebellious. Could you imagine that? I was rebellious. <laughs> I was hormonal. I was 12. And I also was disappointed in, in what was being taught and changed in religion. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't want to go, but I got forced to go. And I wasn't going to, you know, there was a long line to go talk to the priest and I wasn't going to go in and my sister is nudging me. So I go in to appease everybody, but I don't do what I normally did. I started asking a lot of questions, Stacey, which most people Mm -hmm. never do. And this was back in the sixties. So if you, you create an image in your mind, like you do when you're writing a book and you put yourself back in the sixties in a tiny little town that if you closed your eye, blinked your eyes, you could pass it. That's how little it was. And the chapel was the size of most people's homes nowadays. Okay. It was Mm -hmm. tiny. So I believe divine intervention happened in that moment and led me Mm -hmm. on the path that I pursued my whole life to seek truth. And, uh, I had asked the priest one thing that I asked him because I asked him a lot of things is why do people do bad things? Mm. You know, because some of the things are really bad. Some are just little and some are really bad. And he said, well, what makes you think it's bad things? And I said, well, there's sins, aren't they? Like if somebody kills somebody, that's a sin. Right. And he said, no. And I, I sat there and I'm going, what? And he said, you have to understand something. Everybody is put here for a purpose. 
And I'm like, yeah, but I don't understand the purpose if they do something so horrific. He says, do you understand that it's a mental and emotional problem? And it's not that they necessarily want to do those things. Mm-hmm. But like you were saying, it's something that happened that triggers that and makes it that quote unquote bad. And, you know, it took some time to process this. And he said, and you also need to understand if you, if you look at teachings, it's about unconditional love. It's about forgiveness. It's about yes. non-judgment. And so as hard as it can be in the human existence to look at these people that have been offenders in our lives in any way, whether it's something small or something really huge, it takes us on a journey of not only forgiving, but opening our hearts to another level. How do you feel about that? Oh, I absolutely agree. You know, the pain that we experience enables us after we've been healed from it to develop compassion and empathy. And it it sets us on a path to help other people. But we are all on a journey. We're on a different journey and it is not linear. It will <laughs> it goes back and forth, but it is a beautiful journey. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an amazing journey and it teaches us so much about ourselves. I remember taking this valuable information into my life and realizing that um, when I would know about people that would do things, not directly to me, I could be more unconditional and loving. And then when my life, similar to yours, kind of fell apart, all right, in my 40s, and I didn't understand, it was, it was multitudes of things all within literally months. I was angry at God. Do you ever get angry at God? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I find that I've gotten angry at God when I have uh, misunderstood him or what's mm-hmm. happening. And I've assigned um, maybe the wrong story to what's really happening. Yeah. And what I learned from my personal experience, and I think similar to yours since you wrote your book about it, is that it redirected us to connect deeper within the core of our faith, whatever that may be for somebody, you know, there's no judgment on what people believe, but, but, Mm -hmm. but believe what you believe. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it did change my life. It totally changed the way I feel and think and perceive things. And then the path that it took me on, even to be here today is not something that I ever dreamed of, but it's where I got directed and I listened. That's wonderful. So where did your path take you? My path took me to, uh, to writing a book. And I also, you know, a lot of times when we think about where our path takes us, we think about the really big things, Mm -hmm. but I like to think about the small things, um, where I've been able to go. And that is to have conversations with people who are very different than myself and about issues in which they all have very different opinions and we have Mm -hmm. strong opinions, but we're able to come together and discuss them. And we're able to, to love each other and value each other more than we love the idea of changing each other. 
But you just said the key word, value mm -hmm. each other. And yes. that is something that, it, especially if you're on social media this past year, <laughs> oh my God, mm -hmm. there's a lot going on there that is so critical, so judgmental, so opinionated that people are not valuing another point of view. And it's been hurtful and it's been hard for a lot of people, including me, you know, um, the way people would attack me, even if I just put some information up about building your immune system, because I have a background in health, you know, and wellness. Yes. So you're fortunate that you have a community where you can do that. And what are you learning from it? I'm learning that disagreement doesn't equal a threat. Mm -hmm. It's not a threat. It's starting to feel like that now, but it really isn't. In fact, it opens up a path for us to really learn. And when we are open and curious, like you were talking mm -hmm. about being at age 12, that's when we can, we, we can understand, get a fuller picture of what's happening. Maybe we change our mind. Maybe we don't, but maybe we have a better understanding of all of the elements of a story. It's, it's just a beautiful thing to keep an open mind and heart and ask those questions and really want to know the answer. It, I feel it's almost a time in life where we become the student again and, mm. you know, get out of the conditioning that we had and opening ourselves up to these discussions and it's not about what is right or wrong. It's about listening and valuing the information and then deciphering it and see what conclusions you can come up with that are better than what you thought when you first started. Absolutely. Yes. I, I feel like it's everything has become so divided that we start to listen to the same voices, but that actually can lead to groupthink. And it's mm -hmm. important to have people in your life who will challenge what you believe. And mm -hmm. that's a, actually a good thing. It's, I know it's easy to think it's a bad thing, but it's really a good thing. It helps us to grow and learn. I totally agree. So Stacey, I'm really glad that you brought this conversation up and you wrote your book to help others as well to, to find forgiveness in their lives, whatever that is for them. And, and as a new writer, what valuable tip information can you give to those that are just starting out? Well, it's actually along the same line as what we've been discussing. One of the best things that I think that writers can do is search out opposing viewpoints. We spend so much time researching to find supporting evidence, which is mm -hmm. a good thing. But I have found that our arguments, our viewpoints uh, become so much more full in our book, in our writing, when we understand what the other side is saying. And I'll tell you that when I did this, I actually changed my mind on a few key points. And I am so glad that I did before I published instead well, that, of afterward. That, that's brave. That takes courage. Definitely <laughs> takes courage. Well, Stacey, I want to thank you here for sharing your heart and your love and, and your journey. And uh, those of you that are out there listening, you know, maybe there's something for you in Stacey's book called Unconditioned Love, Healing Hearts and Minds in a Time of Conflict and Division. 
And I want to wish you the best because I really feel deep in my heart that your voice is meant to be heard and you have definitely something to gift this world. Thank you so much, Gloria. I really appreciate being here and having this wonderful conversation with you. Well, thank you. So everyone that's listening out there, you will find information in the description below. And remember that the next chapter could be the best chapter of your life. Wow, quite the fascinating conversation. Did you enjoy that? Let us know down below. And you could also catch uh, Stacy's website and how to connect with her and how to order her book. So we hope to see you on more of our series. And if you are an author and would like to be interviewed, please contact me below at Gloria at Gloria Coppola. Have a beautiful day and keep writing your heart and soul out.